Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi, friends. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you so much for showing up in this space. You guys are so awesome. This is a movement to share good news, and we are growing every single week with a new episode on iTunes and Spotify, also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast, and now on Pandora. Please remember to subscribe to Nina's Got Good News so you don't miss any new content. That would be a huge, huge favor to me. Thanks so much. Today on podcast number 59, we are talking about youth sports, team sports, all the sports talk. If you played sports, if you still play sports, if your kids play sports, if you know anyone who plays sports, this is the episode for you. I am so, so excited to be here at Quinnipiac University in Hamden, Connecticut. I am joined in the studio by a major superstar athlete. She's with me here today, Kelly Babstock. She's considered a hero here at Quinnipiac, seriously. She's the all-time leading scorer in women's ice hockey history at Quinnipiac University. She has won so many awards. I've like lost track of this, Kelly. She's won so many awards. I think she needs her own like large trophy room. I don't even know where you put all these trophies, all these awards. She is a professional women's ice hockey player. She's been named twice as an all-star in the NWHL. That's the National Women's Hockey League. She is now one of the most sought-after coaches and hockey directors ever. I'm so lucky to call her my friend and the coach for both my kids here in Connecticut. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly. Hi, Kel. How are you? We're so confused. Should we call you Kel? Kelly, Babs, you have so many names. Right, I know. Well, my hockey peeps, they uh, know me by Babs, so um, let's just stick with that today. Because we're talking about sports. Yeah, coach, definitely. <laughs> Blaine and Charlie coach, know you as coach. Definitely. Coach Kelly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nickname Babs. But, Babs. Yeah, just call me Kel. I don't know. Yeah, Babs. Whatever you want, girl. <laughs> How did we get so lucky to get you here in Connecticut? Um, You know, Connecticut is an amazing state, and uh, it's it's been an awesome time so far. Um. You know, I've been here since 2010 almost. Just uh, Well, you had a little bit of a break when you went pro and you left us for a little bit, but we're just glad you're back. Yes, it's been awesome. Uh, Well, we're so glad you're here today to tell us. We're going to talk so much good stuff, you guys, about team sports, youth sports, role models, positive role models. But tell us a little bit about yourself, Kelly. Tell us more about Kelly Babstock because you are kind of famous. Yeah, well... uh, (laughs) I grew up in Canada, Mississauga, Ontario, which is 15 minutes from Toronto. Uh, played hockey and lacrosse my whole life up until high school, which I, uh, then I uh, decided that I was going to play hockey um, as my sport for college. And then um, I'm a family. I'm one of four um, older sister of two younger sisters and a brother. Are they all still in Canada? Yeah, they're all still in Canada, oh, kind of like eight? all over the place, but super close with my family and uh, I have a couple pets at home that I miss, but, uh, you know, just love hockey and sports in general. So. I know. You're such an amazing athlete. That's pretty athlete. much the base of I know. Me, I can't really sports. handle your resume, <laughs> though. Your resume is so, like, if you Google your name, it's kind of crazy, <laughs> like the stuff that comes up. I'm so impressed. 
But tell us, how did you get your start in the game of hockey? I know you talk about how much you love hockey, but how did you even get started as a girls hockey player? Yeah, well, um, growing up, my dad would always make an outdoor rink in the backyard. And I started skating probably two years old whenever I could put stand up, you know. I started at age six and actually it was so funny. My mom didn't want me to play. She like hid me from the uh, registration tables at uh, uh, a game. And I have two older siblings, half siblings too. Then I peeked, I was like, mom, it's, can I play? It says sign up now. And then she was like, oh, anyways, that's how I started. I just basically found every way to be able to play hockey. That's so cool. I love it. I love that story with your mom. She's like, oh, no, you're, you're nothing to see here, Kelly. Yeah, exactly. She's like, got, like blocking me like from the table. Well, it is as a, as a hockey mom. I appreciate your mom because it's a commitment for the right. whole family. That's for sure. So let's talk about your own parents and your own coaches growing up. Now that you're a coach, it's probably fun yeah. for you to look back at some of your coaches. But definitely. And your parents, what kind of a role did they all play in shaping you as this amazing athlete yeah um growing up my dad coached me up oh, until he did? i didn't um, even know that yeah up until like i think seventh grade and then um the coaches that i was lucky to have in junior hockey toronto arrows <laughs> shout out shout out yeah my parents drove me everywhere we had like four kids playing hockey at once we we're all they in different rinks i don't know how they did it but that's my base form of how i became so successful was my family they did everything they could to help me want to continue my dream to play hockey further and um everyone that I went and encountered taught me something so the process so far has been a great process with my coaches and leaders and I look up to you know the women's hockey players um the big big names you know the Olympians the Team USA girls and lots of uh good role models I was lucky to meet a lot of awesome people last year in the Buffalo Boots, and we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, just learning every day. So I can't believe your parents had four kids in hockey because <laughs> just me having my two kids in hockey, I feel like my head is spinning right? half the time trying to keep it together. But, yeah, I'm sure in Canada, though, that's just kind of the norm, right? Is it just – this is like – yeah, no big deal. You just figure it out, right? Right. Yeah. Everyone in Canada. Is it true? Like everyone in Canada plays hockey? I think majority of people, most do, if not watch. That's incredible. It's a great game. And yeah. is, is women's hockey up in Canada just a huge, huge thing? Um, with the women's professional hockey, um, there is a Canadian Women's Hockey League and there is the NWHL, like you said earlier. The National oh, so Women's Hockey League. You're like an all-star for them. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, what is happening right now at women's pro hockey um that canadian league folded and um there's so many um amazing hockey players you know um women's hockey is just growing and growing so right now there's in pro women's hockey there's a um kind of like a boycott for the league that's still standing just to get the professionalism so we can continue to grow the game you know mm -hmm. and um, see the role models have be on that platform just like the NHL players right so yeah so let's so talk anyways, about so that. girls yeah, hockey has grown about... a lot since I've been young. right I would say <laughs> right and now it's just going to keep growing hopefully for for Blaine at the age of nine we have yeah. a long way to go but <laughs> let's talk about what's happening with women's hockey what is the current status of of the situation Obviously, we got lucky to have you in Connecticut this year because you are boycotting 
like some other famous women's hockey players are, professionals. So what is the status? What's going on? Um, I know it's there's yeah. a lot of money issues here. So, so with 2017, and Team USA boycott was huge for women's hockey, you know. Um, they changed the game globally um, when they took a stand to get um, the same um, resources as the Team USA men's team, and um, they got that. Um, before that, they did not get paid, and they're um, Olympic athletes, you know, like not getting paid to train or anything, and they had enough, and they did the boycott, and that's what led to not being satisfied for being getting whatever and being grateful for getting not the best. Um, so they did the with that boycott. It I, it sparked a mission of wanting more and what we deserve, and uh, you know the PWHAPA started with you know that whole. Canadian Women's Hockey League that folded in May. There was one league left, and, um, you know, through my process of playing hockey after college, you know, I was super lucky to play, and I love the game so much. And it sucks right now not being able to play, like, a season um, every weekend. But it's for the benefit of the future and, you know, having a one stable financial league that, you know, like, has everything, markets, Uniforms, you being know, able market, to fly, you know, travel, housing, food expenses, like, right? And what, well, just paying you, right? Yeah. This is a job, yeah. And, right? and like, it's gonna be there. And I was so fortunate to be a part of the Pagula Sports and Entertainment in Buffalo. Um, they owned the Buffalo Buttes, the Bills, Sabers. They owned all of it, and we were treated just like the the NHL team because we were the sister sister team. So that was awesome to see. And the reason why I don't want I'm in that boycott and with the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association, which is the the women hockey player, the pro, pros that are in the boycott, now have an association, which the NHLPA actually backs up now, and then Billie Jean King and some investors. So the women's hockey just needs to be marketed because it's we have so many talented players. and uh, I know. Yeah. You guys are amazing. So well, it, It's in the works. The, there's a bunch of showcases. You can check out, like, PWHPA. Okay, and they have information on showcase and games that you guys are going to be able to do. Yes. Right? To, so right and now And hopefully by you guys taking this big stand, taking the stand, uniting together within this boycott, something good's going to come out of it, right? Yeah. And, For you the know, future exactly, of girls Exactly, exactly. Right? And nothing great uh, comes easy, you know? And uh, my mom always said that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing good comes easy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And this takes time. Right. It takes time. It takes time. And um, well, I'm proud of you guys for taking a stand because I think that it's important for the future. Yeah. Right. It'll be great. Yeah, it's going to be good. Now, let's talk a little bit about Quinnipiac. We are going to talk more about pro hockey because you're such a celebrity. But um, my friend over here. (laughs) My partner in crime has a couple personal questions huh. about his his fabulous super school. personal yes oh, Bobcat awesome. Well, Kelly, first of all, welcome to welcome back to Quinnipiac. It's it's great to have you here. And, Thank and you for having me back at the queue. Love to be here. And when I when I got this message from you about yeah, we're going to be interviewing Kelly Babsock, I kind of had to read it over again because the fact that these two worlds are colliding in front of me right now is is just incredible. But you know, I I kind of want to talk about the the journey to get to Quinnipiac because, you know, everybody has their own individual story of, you know, I, I met this coach here, I did this here. So, you know, when did you start to consider, okay, you know, I kind of want to, con- I want to continue my career playing division one hockey. 
Yeah, um, basically junior year, grade 11. <laughs> big year, big uh, year yeah, yeah. In, in people's lives. Yeah, so that's when I um, was in the process of figuring it out. Um, Quinnipiac was my first school I went to go visit. And, you know, as soon as you step on this campus, it's like, it's awesome. <laughs> Speechless, that's what I was going with. <laughs> um, but anyways, and the people here are awesome. Every, like, through and through, like, security facilities, the coaches. But... I had a lot of support from them, and they really helped me. Um, Cassandra Turner, the head coach of the women's hockey team, she was my she was the assistant when I was playing hockey here, and uh, she helped me a lot to get to the school, you know. And it was I was so lucky with all the help and support, and you know they just wanted me to come, and I it was. I'm so grateful for that. So I bet everyone wanted her to come, right? I, at that point, I'm sure. But um, so uh, for for some of the parents that are listening, who probably have uh, younger kids who may want to look to continue their athletic career, what are some of the things that you were looking for in a school to continue your career? You know, b- professionalism. Uh, Quinnipiac's facility is the best facility in NCAA. I would say. You know, you can check out the rink, the workout room. The workout coach, Coach B, he's amazing for Josh Patel. And uh, it's all about details here at Quinnipiac. And that's why I love Quinnipiac so much because every little detail you look at, you're sitting like, you know, um, anywhere. And you just look around, hey, oh, there's something new always when you're coming back to QU. But, yeah, definitely professionalism and the the will to want to win. You know, they want to win. They're serious about hockey. And, um that's what I wanted to do, and that's what I love to do. I'm I'm competitive, so it was great. It was a perfect match. <laughs> yeah. Actually, also, yeah. okay. Quinnipiac, Native American name. I'm half Native American, so that was kind of like a little factor as well as like. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. That's a good connection. Yeah, so yeah. Quinnipiac, love it. It is great. Yeah, memories. Yeah, let's talk memories. 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 I mean, <laughs> it, it, you <laughs> know, this, <laughs> this, uh, you know, the women's hockey program here has gone through a lot of a lot of success within the last five six years. So, just during your four years here, you know, what were some of your favorite memories about pulling on that Bobcat sweater? All of like every game was awesome to play. Like just having that um, opportunity to play a game was amazing, especially on this rink. Uh, my favorite moments. You know, I could say some selfish ones or team ones, but my... Um, Got to do a little both. All right. Well, my uh, back-to-back hat trick versus Harvard-Dartmouth was pretty fun. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow. But uh, that was a fun time. Um, but I honestly, what I love the most about, like, in hockey and in life is how you can affect someone, like, make them happy and, like, you know, just support them, you know? And... I love seeing people happy and probably team celebrations when people, other people score a goal. Um, I remember there was this, well, one of my uh, classmates, Olivia Bracco, just shout her out. But um, she was the hardest worker. Like, honestly, like, she didn't play until her senior year. She would outwork you, like, in the workout room, like, you know, like, throw, like, I don't know, like, 200 pounds. I don't know. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm, I'm gonna, I get excited with, like, five-pound weights, I'm Kelly. being exaggerated. <laughs> but, um, no, she – Never played until uh, senior year, and um, we were playing Yale, and it was 1-1, and uh, just I had the puck. She was going to the net, and I passed it to her, and she scored her first goal. And Against I, Yale? Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. You could imagine me. I almost threw her through the uh, glass. Like, I literally <laughs> grabbed her, and, like, we were at, like, the, the inside hash marks at this point, and then we went towards the boards, and I, like, threw oh, her. Oh, that's Tried to the break best. the glass, but I like, grabbed the puck. But that was probably my favorite because – 
It was probably everyone's. That, honestly, right? it was probably everyone's favorite moment. But like, just the team, whole team work thing is. I love that. So I love when other people score. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, that's the best. It's just, so cute. Just seeing somebody who works that hard get rewarded yes, for it. Yeah, that's the yeah, best. Like, yeah. And Dan, I don't even know if you realize this, but for everyone that's listening, the area code here in Connecticut is 203. And you know what Kelly's point score is? Since I said she's got the highest amount of points here at Quinnipiac. She's like in history of Quinnipiac. 203. So we always joke when I see her. I'm like, 203 in the 203. <laughs> yeah. Right? How does yeah. that make you feel? I love it. I love it. 203 in the 203. It makes me feel really great. You know, uh, refs missed a couple uh, assists, <laughs> but you know what? We'll we'll take it because yeah. 203 in the 203 I know, it works. works. Yeah, I love right? it. <laughs> That's so great. That's so great. So from Quinnipiac, you went on to play professional women's hockey. I mean, you were a legit hockey pro. Here we go. We're with Kelly, the hockey pro extraordinaire and you had such a great experience playing for the Buffalo Buttes you know you and I've talked about this but what was it like for you what was it like playing in Buffalo well playing Buffalo we were um sponsored by the Pegula Sports Entertainment you know Kim Pegula and um she provided us with everything just exactly like the men's would and that is the that is the platform women's hockey has to have there's it's it's just you know there's no other way um and you know they housed me we had apartment um with a couple of the players who you know made friends with them great people learned a lot and uh i lived in um downtown buffalo when i went to a restaurant you know people were like wearing buttes hats we're like you play for the buttes we were in an uber they're all pumped because the marketing there was awesome you know professionalism and like I that's I want everyone every every women's pro hockey player team to have that. I it was one of my favorite years, and I'm just so excited for the future of women's hockey to have that, you know. And it will happen for everyone. I know. I love how optimistic you are about that. I think it's so important. Hey there, let's take a quick break for a quick word from our sponsor. I am so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Shoes and More and more and more. This is a family-owned business with seven boutique locations throughout Connecticut and New York. It is my go-to store for finding the perfect pair of shoes, but so much more. They also give you the perfect outfit and accessories for every occasion. They are located in Greenwich, New Canaan, Westport, Darien, Rye, Bronxville, and also in Mount Kisco. Shoes and More opened its very first store in 1997, and over 20 years later, they are growing and expanding their family legacy. And that's some very good news right there. Thank you so much to Shoes and More and More and More for being today's sponsor. Now back to the show and my interview. So let's talk a little bit about the team, the team mentality. Team sports have been such a big part of you. So... What is it about team sports? What is it about teamwork that you get so pumped about that you love so much? Yeah, you know, being on a team, you have to be accountable. And uh, it's important to be in sports to build that in your life, you know, as a kid growing up. But um, um, having accountability, um, supporting your teammates, learning to be positive, you know, when stuff doesn't go your way, you have to have a positive um, outlook, you know. Um, and, uh, being able to like cheer people on, like I said, and 
the importance of team goes to hockey, sports, any sports, to the workplace. You know, you have to be on a good team, like a good team, to get what you need to get done. And communication. Someone's not doing their job, like that's on them. Just be accountable. Communicate with them to get better. And uh, it's it's just something's always happening when you're on a team, and that's what makes it fun to be on, like you know. Teamwork. Uh. Yeah, I love it. No, it's so good, right? Teamwork makes the dream work. It's so Absolutely. good. Absolutely. And you're such a team player, and I feel like it's so important to teach that to kids. So let's talk a little bit about what you're up to now. Yes. Because lucky for us, you're like one of the most sought-after coaches. P- kids actually want to come play for you. Like that's how big of a big of a deal Kelly Babstock is. So you're coaching Blaine at Sono Ice oh, House yeah. in Norwalk, Connecticut. Shout out to all our friends at the Absolutely. rink at Sono Ice House. It's been so great to have Kelly there. And this winter, you're going to be coaching Charlie. Dan calls him Lettuce. You're going to be coaching Charlie at Fairfield. <laughs> he lives up to that nickname, yeah, let does. me tell you. He yeah, he's totally Lettuce. Um, you're going to be coaching Charlie at his school, Fairfield Country Day, and we're just so lucky to have you. So what is it that you love about coaching? Tell us what you're up to now and why do you love coaching so much? I love um, you know, being a role model and watching um, kids improve is so rewarding, you know, and not only improving just like as a player, but like off the ice you know they're like being team being good teammates like i promote always you always have to like um pat your teammate on the back whatever um working at sono ice house coaching blame for the junior whalers is an awesome time and you know they really um take what you say and they work hard and it's it's so great to see but the best part is that they're having fun you know you could be working hard and not have fun I love that, and I'm so, so excited for Fairfield Country Day um, to bring, you know, my IQ, knowledge of the game, and, you know, my positivity. Every athlete is different. Like, someone needs a super positive coach, but you just ad- adjust. But I'm super excited to coach them, and uh, Charlie and Blaine, they're such great kids. So Aww. we're so being a coach, it's great to, like, meet great people, like, you and like the the teams that we have like the families that we get to see every day at the um sono ice house you know so, i know everyone loves you and now fearful country day i know We're finally outdoors let's go yeah outdoor <laughs> rink Hoping i know for a long winter one of the things that i love about you and i know my kids do too i think all the kids do is that you love to have fun as a coach and you want them to have fun and one of the things that i think is important is the kids need to have fun and use sports. Otherwise, they're not going to like it and they're not going to keep going, right? So how do you do that as a coach and why do you think that's so important? You just got to keep them moving, you know. They can't have a second where they're not skating around. Uh, we help them have fun, you know, in a way where we're ha- doing puck races and um, uh, doing some drills, some s- small area games, sorry. Um, and that's awesome to see, like, them score goals. It's great. And... Uh, you know, putting them in that position where they can in practice with the small area games. Everyone that plays hockey that I coach, they they really love the game. Um, because so, of you. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, no it's true not. because well, you're positive. I joke around too, so I'm not like a serious, like I can be serious and trust me, don't get me mad. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, Dan, watch out. And uh, so like I joke around and in youth sports, youth, it's a place for them to escape from all the stresses of school and, um, you know, just being a kiddo, like, if they're a teenager, you know what I mean? It's the one place where you can just forget about and just homework, everything. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, school and stuff. 
Um, so, yeah, um, just joking around, let them be themselves and, you know, letting them come out of their shell, you know, letting them, which they, you know, some kids might feel yeah. um, like shy, but when they come out and they make friends, you know, oh. that's one thing too. We do team building stuff so they can all make new friends. I know, that's um, the best. And, uh, yeah, that's how you create some fun. Sorry. It's the best. Learn to skate. I do learn to skate, oh, too. Oh, yes. Yes. Those little kids. Learn to skate. Oh, my God. So, anyways, it's so fun. It's Kelly. awesome. They We're, like, look up to you. Yeah, well. Does everyone ask they're you for small, your autograph, so they have to. by the way? <laughs> Does everyone ask you for your autograph? Um, No. In Buffalo, <laughs> they did. Um, After the games. Yeah. yeah. Did you sign all their all their their shirts and their Of course. Their yeah, definitely. Of course. And, Love the fans. You know, we wouldn't be... Anywhere oh. without them, so um, that's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. So one of the things that stresses me out a little bit as a parent, as a as a sports mom, and I know a lot of other parents can relate to this, um, is that there's so much pressure now, right? In 2019, about to be 2020, there's so much pressure um, for kids to play one sport all year round and just be really yeah. good at that one sport. And if they don't play all year round, they're not going to keep up. They're not going to make the team. They're not going to be as good as everyone else. And when I grew up, I played multiple sports. That was yeah. just the way it was. You know, you yeah. played something in the fall, in the winter, in the spring, in the summer. You played I'm different sports. And so for me, I always think that's important. But nowadays, there's like this different pressure. So what are your thoughts as a coach and as a professional hockey player yourself? What are your thoughts? Like for you sports right now, yeah. there, there's this um, pressure. Well, I think that uh, kids should be playing as many sports as they can, literally trying every sport. You should definitely take a break from a specific sport that you might like the most because eventually you will burn out, you're, you know. Um, but it depends on the age. If you're older, you can tune in and, like, work like work on those extra details, um, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you got to find the balance. Everyone's different, and I truly think that, you shouldn't be playing one sport all year round and you should be playing multiple sports because all at the end of the day, the better athlete you are, the better hockey player you are. So you so true. So is you, that why you played lacrosse? too? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> that actually makes me think of, of something. So now that you've kind of you've committed your life to the sport of hockey, what are some of the things that you like to do to kind of take a break from the rink every now and then? Um, I like to go on walks, you know. It's kind of hard to not be at the rink because I'm there like um, a lot. Okay, well, I actually had to actually uh, not. I booked one day, so I'm there six days of a week. But um, you know, I have to get stuff done. Unfortunately, we have to do real world. We gotta do laundry, groceries. Well, today was actually my day off, so this is awesome. This was the best day off ever. Thanks, Yay, Nina. Podcast <laughs> and Dan. But um, yeah, just uh, staying active, going outside, chores, errands. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I like going for walks. Yeah, adulting, right? <laughs> adulting. Oh my gosh, Dan. Dan, don't leave college. Don't ever leave yeah, college. We're counting it down. <laughs> so, Kelly, how do you handle failure in sports? Because I feel like, you know, there's this whole thing about like everyone gets a trophy and I'm the opposite of that. When my kids lose, I'm like, okay, well, you got to learn how to lose. You got to learn how to fail at things. So, how do you handle failure in sports? You know, at the end of the day, it's just a game and life goes on but you know being a competitive athlete like I'm rattled if I lose you know you just got to um assess yourself did you play your best yes 
did your uh, team play great? Yes. Did you guys show up together? Yes. Then it's okay. You just got to move forward. Um, Walk together as a team, win or lose. And that's the beauty of sports, you know? Then you get better, right? You grow from it. And then you take it in real life in your future. Right, because it's not all, you're not going to win every day, right? <laughs> right, no. Even though I love your expression, what is it about having a great day? Great day to be great. It's no, a, it's great to be great. Oh, it's great to be great. Oh my gosh, I love when you say that. It's, it's so a great good. day to have a great day. It's so good. It's great to be great, Dan, right? It's great to be great. Great to be it's great, It's a great man. day to have a great day. Great day, man. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, we're so positive. <laughs> we should like have a positive podcast. We should, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Sunday. Like we should do a, a good news podcast <laughs> or something like Nina's that. Nina's got good news. <laughs> Babs has got got good news no. so do you think having you know you mentioned some of your um your role models and by the way just so you know you're a role model and it's kind of i'm sure that is kind of an interesting concept for you now to be a role model for so many kids girls and boys alike but do you think having mentors is important and who are your mentors um i have some friends that i lean on if i ever need anything um one of my mentors I look up to, her name is Blake Bolden. She played with me on the beach, professional hockey player still. She's actually living in California, coaching hockey and playing in the showcases in the PWHPA. I go, I can ask her questions. I have some best friends, you know, that I've had for more than 10 years playing junior hockey. Kaylee Armstrong, I do a bunch of work uh, with her, coaching Native Americans up, up in Canada because we want to bring them down. Here, oh, you want to bring them, bring to them down America? to Quinnipiac? Let's go. No, yeah, let's go Quinnipiac. But, uh, so I'm lucky to have some great friends and, uh, of course, my mom and dad. So Aww. just call them up, you know, FaceTime them. So, do you call your mom every day? I do. I do. She's my, like, she's my best friend. So how can I not, you know? I, I mean, know. I you know, I'm just working. So when I get off work, I'm like, hey, mom. Hey, mom, what's up? Oh, <laughs> yeah, my so gosh. basically yes. my Call life is mom. hockey. My life is hockey and work. <laughs> yeah, I know. You are at the rink a lot. Yeah. You really are. I know. I know. That's okay, though. <laughs> it's great, good. though. Sono Ice House. Gotta love it. I know. You're going to be busy. You're going to be busy once you start coaching at Fairfoot Country Day. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great busy. Nothing's better than hockey. I know. So do you ever think about the impact you're making and the legacy that you're creating? Do you ever think about that? Or are you just so focused on how busy you are and all this hockey you know, stuff? But do you ever stop and think? I thought of my future before and like what I did in my life. And I'm very proud. One of my things is just, you know, every day is a great day to be great. <laughs> great day to be great. Um, We're going to coin that phrase, Kelly, for you. Hashtag. But every day is a great day. Just being your best every day. And I'm so lucky to see so many people and, uh, you know, send that vibe out, like positivity. I know. Do people ask you this? Because they ask me. So I'm just curious. Yeah, this yeah. is like a therapy yeah, session yeah, for yeah, me. Right. But do you ever have a bad day? Of course. Yes, definitely. More good days, which I'm very lucky so but, but how do you handle do the bad days the bad and again days, this is a therapy I know, session right for me, usually i just call my mom <laughs> right oh so, yeah. love your mom yeah she'll give dan, me a dan did you talk. call your mom today yeah give her no, a call I did right not, now. but i feel like i should give okay. her a call give her a call <laughs> but um so yeah what do you do when you have a bad day yeah no i'll i'll probably take a walk you know get out clear or your, just clear yeah, your head just, yeah just exactly cooking I love to cook, and that definitely helps. So cleaning, weirdly, if I have a bad day, I'll 
clean sometimes because I just need to do something. But I purge. Yeah. Yeah, I go in and like purge stuff out of the house. And Jeff's like, uh oh, uh oh, right? What's happening? I'm trying. Yeah. So, so or just lay on the couch. For, yeah. 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 That's good. Just Clear your head a little bit. That's Flick good. through Netflix, not pick a show. So, yeah. Not end a show. Oh my gosh. What are you watching now these days? I start too many. I don't finish them. That's oh, what I'm okay. saying. Oh, squirrel. Like, yeah. <laughs> squirrel. Exactly. We were talking, Dan, in the car, driving here. We both were like, squirrel, squirrel. We had so much to talk about. We were like all over the place. Yeah. We just have so much stuff going on. There's just so much going on. I know. But all good stuff. So tell us what's next for you, Kelly. I know know it's a lot. Right. Tell us what's what's next for you. Definitely going to be coaching. I hope to be staying in the 203. I'm I'm going on my 10th year being here, which is awesome. So Except for I'm, when you left us for Buffalo. Yeah, for a hot six months. Best six months, though. Best hockey months, right? <laughs> yeah, coaching. But what's going to happen? What's going to happen if, you know, if the professional women come come back and they come back together? So then what's what's what does that mean for Kelly Babstock? Um, I'm still going to be coaching. I'm going to still be doing um, my thing in Connecticut. Okay. So definitely Connecticut's been my my base, you know, Norwalk, Connecticut, and uh, I'm pretty much what if, I've been here ten years. Am I a nutmegger I now? Nutmegger. Nutmegger. Am I? <laughs> I think she is. So Damn. I'm officially a nutmegger. So know. you know, I just hope to continue. Sorry, Canada, we stole her. <laughs> right. Sorry. I just want to. I just want to continue to grow the game in Connecticut. You know, it's a great. It's a small state, but just uh, being able to coach, I can see that, and being a mentor that you know, kids really love it, and that it there will it will grow. So I'm happy to be a part of that process in Connecticut hockey. Okay. Now, if people want to know more about these showcases that you were talking about from yes. some of these amazing women, professional women's hockey players, yeah. where can they find that? What's the website? And we'll put it all in the show yes, notes. Yes. The website's pwhpa.com. Just okay. go on there, and then you can see you can see what it's all about. You and know? some of these it's showcase no games it's are no going to be like all over America in different places. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And um, they stream it live. Um, you can get the link right on the website. Um, they're they're gonna probably put some more in in the future, but um, hopefully next year there is a league. But we'll see. But I know for a fact hockey is never leaving my side so <laughs> i know you guys right? go hand in hand it's I so know, good right? now i know you love social media so um you love the gram like i do so tell us about your instagram handle and also you're also going to be working on the sono ice house instagram right so tell us where to find you with both yeah so accounts. i work at the sono ice house and our instagram twitter Facebook is You're going to be doing Sono that. Ice House. You're going to be doing Sono that. Ice House. Sono S-O-N-O-I-C-E-H-O-U-S-E. Ice House. I C E H O U S E. Yes, I graduated Quinnipiac. <laughs> yes, she yeah. did. Yeah. And okay, then so your own got ha- that. and then your own Instagram. And then yes, B A H B Z 8. Babs. Babs. Well, H. actually, I used to my favorite animal used to be a goat. So I was like Babs, you know, like I could do it better, but I don't And know. your number 8. You were <laughs> You made the number eight famous, yep, yep. didn't you? That was well, your number. Well, it's a good number to have. I like it. Okay, well, <laughs> it so worked. 
Dan, we're going to find her on Instagram. Dan and I will put it all in the show notes, right, Dan? We we are going to do that because we got to keep following the journey. Got to see, go, yeah. see where the next steps take us. Absolutely. I know. This is so fun. So everyone be sure to follow Babs8 on Instagram and Sono Ice House. And we'll put all that information in the show notes. And Dan, aren't you excited? We're now going to go to the rink with Kelly. I'm very excited. Back to the awesome. uh, back to the old stomping grounds. Yeah, what's the grounds, arena? Eh? What is it called? What's the rink called? Now? So after a number of changes, it is the People's United Center, and then the rink itself is the Frank Parati Jr. Arena. Naming rights. Naming oh yeah. rights. Pretty pretty major. Okay. Well, we're gonna go take Kelly for a little tour, a little walk down memory lane around Quinnipiac. Perfect. Can't the, wait at the rink. Right. So, Kelly, thanks so much. Was this your first podcast yes, ever? Yes, it was. Thank you so much. I love your podcast. So I, when you sh- when you sent me a text on Monday, I was so pumped. Sorry, Monday? I don't well, remember what day it was. Day. <laughs> Whatever day it was. I don't know. Whatever day it was. Multiple I was, weeks ago when yeah. our people got in touch with your people. Right, then, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You're so awesome in the community, and it's great that you're spreading all the good news. Well, so are and you. And positivity. I'm so lucky that I get to see you at the rink like, Three the f- <laughs> all the time three, like five out of the seven days i know <laughs> nina nina's almost there as much as you are oh i know God. i see her all the time well, it's well, great though thanks so much like, for hey. coming on yeah podcaster. thank you nina thank you i think you need your own podcast though kelly yeah, let's get it going eh? bab's got good news <laughs> all right yeah. okay well thanks again and congratulations on all your success and thanks so much for being such a positive role model for so many kids out there it really, you're making such a huge impact on them, and I hope you realize that. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to My Mom's Podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify, also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. Also, rate and review all her podcasts, too. And please share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. She's Nina B. Clark. Clark has an E at the end. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thanks again for listening. Let's keep being awesome. XOXO.